Hey, hey! Welcome. Bonus barrel! And with me is Shelby. Bam. Uh, last week, <laughs> we we had every intention to do an app, and then we did not. So, <laughs> whoops. Seiji, I wasn't gonna blame you, but Seiji <laughs> had the gall to sleep. Yeah. How <laughs> dare you sleep? <laughs> I know, I know. It's just that with the with the change of seasons and stuff, like right now, it's pitch black here in Vancouver. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yep, that would make it a little bit harder. I mean, how, plus, how dare you not want to get up at 5 a.m., right? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> Les wanted to move the time that time. Yeah. So we did. And then no. we were like, ah, no, Seiji. We'd have to sync it ourselves. And I didn't have a mic at the time. And it happened. Yeah, no, but, nobody blames you, though. We don't. No. We understand. Holy shit. We do understand. Yeah. We do. And you know, I'm sure we, you put in a six hour episode. And, you yeah. know, sure, sure. It's largely a clip show, but there's some original stuff in there. Yeah. Should keep we, people busy for a while. We even had a, a couple people comment on uh, that they, you know, joined BB later and didn't listen to the older stuff, and so that was new for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, oh, you know what? Shout out to Core. Core oh, yeah. being his username on SoundCloud. Yeah. Uh, dude comments on everything. Or, or I don't want to say dude. Person comments on everything. It's awesome. I just uh, I don't use SoundCloud as much as I should to respond. So I'm giving him a well-deserved shout-out, though, because that guy is... Sorry, that person is legit uh, on top of things, always commenting and shit. Really appreciate it. Thanks for your support, Core! All right. <laughs> so I have some really outdated notes here, but uh, uh, anybody here, this would have been... I mean, it really down down to two of us. Mm-hmm. If Shelby mm-hmm. doesn't have a switch, but uh, y'all y'all excited for Smash at all? It's coming out in like two months, right? Isn't there are demos out now. Is there? I think so. Uh, well, somebody I know said that he started playing it. Damn, that's someone we all know, eh? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. David, oh, but he has been <laughs> LMD. No, he t- he said he started playing the the demo. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if it's out yes. for everywhere, if it's just something that maybe he secretly has access to, but yeah, maybe I just shouldn't have mentioned it at all, but he didn't say I couldn't talk about it. So. No, it's cool. I, 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 I'm going to go on a limb here and assume that he does not have connections to Nintendo. Probably not. He somehow pulled, <laughs> he tweeted at, uh, at, at, like, hey guys, I want to play League. Can I hey, Reggie. a solid? And they just hey, said, my boy Reggie. <laughs> yeah, he has a special build that only he can play. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's not fair. Frankly, I'm angry. I'm enraged right now. Well, I mean, look in. Maybe you can play it too. Who yeah, I'll, I'll tweet Reggie. I'll text Reggie. You'll like, text him. Yeah, Reggie son. <laughs> is that who he is? Is that how it is in your phone? You yeah, just... it, says, it says Reggie son. Reggie son. Okay. And uh, he likes it. He's yeah. like, oh, I'm almost as important as the Japanese side of things. So <laughs> it feels really good for him. Oh, the only yeah. thing I can find is that apparently there's an ultimate demo at some best buys oh okay maybe that's where he played it then that's cool though good for him 
Good for him, but the question remains. Seiji, you excited for the new Smash? I don't know, man. Like, I I can get hyped for Smash. I'm pretty sure I'm going to play it and I'm going to like it, but it's just not a hype thing for me. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it makes sense. It I get hyped when I see directs and trailers for it, uh, and then I forget about it. <laughs> but I'm going to play it. I'll probably like it. And yeah, probably going to be a very similar scenario. Yes, please. So if this is this is Smash Ultimate, are they going to release other Smashes after this, or is this going to be the last one for a very long time? Do you think? Can, do you really think this will be the last Smash? I don't like, know if the very last one, but probably for a very long time because it's just Ultimate, and they're having all the characters in it, and it's just like I don't know. I could see it being like four or five years before we get another one. Yeah, just with a name like Ultimate. Ultimate, whoo! I know. Ultimate <laughs> Spider-Man. We never got any more Spider-Man. Titles after that one. Oh. What other ultimate games are there? Let me check the oh. Japanese name. Maybe that that's a like localization thing. Oh. Who? Smash final. Then I'm like, all right, smash <laughs> the last one. <laughs> smash. This is the last one. We swear. Then there's no room for a- a- ambigu- ambiguity, and I yeah. won't question it. Yet. So the Japanese name for this game is Smash Brothers Special. Oh. oh. Well, well, <laughs> I All think right. so. It's a, yeah, that and, yeah, special, special with with like an English English word. Oh, that's weird. So it was nothing to do with ultimate, special. I guess. Special. How do you feel about the other title, Shelby? Does it feel like the end to you? Um, no, it doesn't. It's just special now, right? Yeah, I think maybe it's just a in North America marketing thing where they're just like, "This is going to be the last one. You better fucking buy it." That's <laughs> on all the all the signs. Yeah, because there's definitely signs for it. Yeah. It has Reggie on there, and he's holding up a copy of it, and it says... Big billboards. That's the last fucking one. Yeah. Smash, the last fucking title. You, can't, you better play <laughs> Never play it anywhere else. Maybe they're just tired of, of um, dealing with North American fans, so it'll be the last for us, but not the last for everybody else. Yeah, only, only North America doesn't get copies of it. Yeah. Do you think they make Kirby's face angry on the cover of this one, if, if he is on the cover? Uh, I'm looking at the cover right now, and he is quite happy. Okay. Even on North American? I think so. But Wow. But Pikachu is, like... Pissed? Kind of sassy there. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> Pikachu... Well, look at Pikachu. He's probably pissed because the uh, Red, or Pokemon trainer, has, you know, three Pokemon, and he's not part of his team. So he basically mm-hmm. got shafted. Mm-hmm. No Pikachu. No, he's not part of this guy's team. He's like, whatever, I'll do it myself. Do you see canon Pikachu, Pikachu like in the anime and, and his uh, Smash appearances, as male or female? He's a male, right? Is he? he? I'm asking. I yeah, know. I always yeah. thought Pikachu male. Because he has a pointy tail. I think yeah. female Pikachus have a round tail. To be fair, though, that the, the uh, gender difference wasn't introduced until second generation. That's true. Oh. So Pikachu, uh, but I guess maybe that is, maybe he's a, uh, I, I don't know. So I always kind of saw him as a girl, but... Well, I, then again, you heard the voice in the uh, oh, <laughs> in the Pokemon Origins movie. We're not going to talk about that. Ah, please, Seiji, if you could insert the clip right here, right now, mm. of Pikachu. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I always want to be with you. It's, so it's because it's because I always want to be with you. <gasps> 
<laughs> oh god. Yeah, that's uh I think that that was they definitely sounded like a girl in that one. Well, I always thought like in the anime, at least when I was younger, I thought they always referred to Pikachu as a he. Um, but I can't remember actually now at all. I thought they were dating in the anime. <laughs> Did you? Well, the original voice actor is a woman, right? Yeah, yeah but so is Goku, though. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't use that as a barometer. Yeah. Hey, Sage, do you remember that old? I was talking to Shelby yesterday, and you had this old idea for a dating sim. Do you remember what it was? Mm. Some cats. Do you remember? Do you remember it was. It was. Apparently, this is before my time. This is before Shelby's time. You don't remember your idea for a dating sim? I don't remember. Maybe in a show, right? It was baby high school. <laughs> baby high school, or what? <laughs> do you remember now it was the baby high school one where it's, you just, it's you ringing know? some bells but I, i'm gonna have to take a look p2 i'm sure <laughs> we'll remember mm-hmm. or core maybe core knows maybe core is a newer fan though uh, newish i don't know if you listen to all the old ones or she so who knows who knows man so i have a non-game re- gaming related thing but mm-hmm. you know still in the same world but i i, I once again have what's y'all's opinion What's y'all's opinions on Disney doing live-action versions of their awesome animated movies? So you're curious. I saw a trailer to one of them recently. Uh, I have no idea what all ones. They're doing Lion King, right? Uh, yeah. Ew. And they're doing Aladdin. I don't know. With the they're Jungle Mulan, Book. right? Actually, yeah. But see, Mulan, I'm excited for. Okay. Um, but because I've seen a live-action Mulan before, and it was pretty pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like an actual Chinese one, though, so... Um, but yeah, like, I don't know when the jungle book came out, I thought it was really cool, but I know for some people, uh, it's all they want in their, in their heads is, is the cartoon and the live action ruins it, which you know what? Live action's not for everybody, but I don't know. Well, um, I'll take a stance that it doesn't ruin the previous stuff. Just like, cause I was having a conversation yeah. about, uh, with my friend and he was saying that, uh, people are complaining about F or people will complain about FF7 if it's not. Exactly like the old one, uh, and I mean, I the said, old one uh, still exists. Exactly, and so I do feel the same way technically about any of the remakes and stuff. The old one's gone nowhere. Although, you, of course, you're going to build up expectations and, and hopes and dreams in your mind, but mm. you know, if if they're not met, that doesn't mean the game or movie's terrible. However, it, it is. But my personal opinion about these these live action ones, like Lion King, like I don't know, like to me, Lion King is one of the best Disney films, and. Live action just seems weird, like a weird fit. Like you're just gonna be watching CG animals fucking run around. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't. Okay. So uh, yeah, really. Again, this is just an opinion thing. Mm-hmm. I was just curious what you guys think of them as an in general. I don't know. I I, I feel like okay. Some like they're maybe classic. some of them wouldn't translate as well, but some of them would. Yeah, Mulan's a good example. One that probably would. Yeah. I guess. I guess in the case of the Disney films, like I I just don't feel like they need it. You know, like the original mm-hmm. ones. Don't age poorly, for the most part. For the most probably part. because they're animated. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, unlike live action, which do tend to age poorly. It's like, what's the? I guess, I guess, I guess, I kind of wonder what's the point. Why? But then again, that's what we do, right? A lot of this story has been retold uh, lots of times. It's not like it's a Disney original. Uh, anyways, what's your opinion, Sage? What do you think of this this crap shit? <laughs> mm. Well, remakes are not new. Mm-hmm. But the difference between remakes in the past and today's remakes is that those remakes were made 
for the purpose of making something that felt new that people didn't necessarily know that it was a remake like when i saw let's say dr doolittle for the first time with mm -hmm. i think it was eddie murphy i think mm -hmm. uh, yep. when, when i saw it I, i didn't know it was like a remake uh, mm -hmm. oh so it's the same with omega man which uh i am legend the will smith remake from like 30 years later correct yeah which i, I liked actually quite a bit there's a lot of that right like movies that you watch and then later you would know oh the, the, those are remakes cool mm -hmm. and that was it um but nowadays i think disney is banking on the idea of like i don't know how to call it but you know how there's like videos on youtube of people just like basically doing cosplay and recreating certain <laughs> things from yeah i've seen some dragon ball from, ones like cartoons or animes or whatever yeah So that is basically the same idea, but done like in a Hollywood way. Mm -hmm. it, it's notable because people know these cartoons very, very well. Mm. And then at the very least, you're going to look at a trailer and you're going to generate some revenues from, from that mm -hmm. at the very least. And mm -hmm. then people are going to go watch it because nowadays it's just like fun to criticize those kinds of things, right? And then it generates its own economy, right? Like people are like, oh, I don't want to know what these people think about that crappy remake or whatever. <laughs> um, so I don't know. To me, it's just like, it's not that they're running out of ideas, but nowadays if they want to make a certain amount of money, they, they have to like do these kinds of things. So I don't know what my opinion is, but uh, the bottom line is that it's effective, right? Everybody's talking about it and, Everybody go yeah. watch it. Mm. So it, it's, I don't know how, how much it, that's going to last. I hope it doesn't last a lot because I enjoy watching the new things. But right now, the, the like top tier productions, it's either superhero or a known remake, right? So, yeah. Like, uh, I'm not against, I actually quite enjoy remake, which is actually, it's a, it's a perfect segue to the other thing I bring up. Uh, it, I said a lot of, um, in this blurb I wrote down to myself. I said a lot of older games. I don't know how many that actually is, but I put a lot of older games, especially PS1 or PS1 era, are getting remasters, like the Spyro game, uh, Crash, Bandicoot, uh, those kind of like uh, polished up collections of the older games. And I'm sure there's other ones too. I didn't do any research because, you know, that's effort. Uh, but I was wondering if you guys thought there might be, first of all, what you think about those. Do, uh, for someone like you, Seiji, who missed the entire PS1 library, Do see the scene like spiral or, or sorry crash in this case on the switch does that entice you to try it out uh, and also after that after we talk about that I want to know if you guys think of could think of any titles or series you'd like to see that were kind of really old and could use a uh, remaster mm -hmm. go Whoa. somebody Spyro specifically or crash no mm -hmm. I didn't like them back then so I don't feel like really attracted to. But I would be attracted to, to some other PS games made for the Switch, I guess. But are, are you talking specifically about remakes or the cross-platform aspect of it? Remakes. Uh, specifically, I don't care what platform they're on. Uh, these mm -hmm. games are, are going to be released on as many as they can legally get them on. But more like, you know, just, uh, yeah, like making them modern, you know. Uh, perhaps these games don't have a lot of... Uh, a lot of releases anywhere else and they're they're painfully dated by the graphics and the possibly mechanics that are a little outdated and and, and also i guess also the aspect of a collection is makes them more enticing too well how many can you put on you know the crash trilogy or sorry spiral trilogy and all the crash games you can so you so you kind of usually get more than one game with them too which is a nice value but 
just just that kind of thing. Like I, I wrote down a, a few uh, games that I'd like to see. I'd love, for example, I'd love to see Parasite Eve one and two. And I know three is not that old, but maybe one, two, and three with some updated graphics and some gameplay tweaks. Like I would, I would love that. Or the Bushido Blade series, uh, or Brave Fencer Musashi, or Thousand Arms, or Einhinder. Those are all games I'd love to see updated. Some of these games are quite difficult to come by if you don't like retro collect. Shelbo, what do you think? What do you think, girl? Well, there's. HD remasters and it's HD remakes, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so when stuff like Final Fantasy X, uh, they got HD. I think that one would be HD remaster. Yeah, I would say so. Um, and that was, you know, uh, I haven't played it yet, but I mean, I played the the original or whatever, but I haven't mm-hmm. even really gotten that far in the in the HD remaster. But it was like pretty enough and stuff. But yeah, at the same time, it's like. I don't know if there was much of a difference there, but I don't know. Um, I'm glad that it came out again, and then it, um, because I don't like I have a a, a PS2, but it's you know to, to bring it out ass. and hook it up it again yeah. or hook it up again and then whatever. But now it's on PS4, so it's just like cool. I can play that. Um, and see, some in something like Shadow of the Colossus, uh, that mm-hmm. got a total like graphics overhaul and a lot of the frame rate issues were fixed because if you played the ps2 version um even though it was a great game and stuff a lot of the times if there was so much uh, going on on the screen at once that it the game would just slow down so much and it was like oh my gosh you know and especially in a game <laughs> where it, timing is is a is a big factor and you know you're fighting giants you don't want to get squashed by the giants because he didn't see their leg move because yeah. it's there one frame and not there the other then all of a sudden it's like whoa and then <laughs> you get crushed or kicked around or just like booted or whatever you know um stuff like that uh so i don't know if it fixes like a lot of the issues that are already there like i think it's pretty pretty cool um but yeah and a series that i think yeah Oh, a series that would be cool. Well, mm-hmm. you know what? Resident Evil 2 is getting a great big old fucking overhaul. And I'm that's excited a great for game, that. And I'm excited for it. it too. Yeah. It, it's going to be, well, I'm hoping it's going to be good. But I guess the, uh, some of the stuff that I've seen anyway, they're changing a lot of. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, Resident Evil 2. And I had one. Oh, I would. I know a lot of people don't like Legend of Dragoon. Um, but I really did, you know, I played a lot. Oh, I love Legend of Dragoon. I never got yeah. to finish it either, and I'd love to. It's just that my uh, memory card got corrupted, and that's the, I was on the last disc, so I never replayed oh, no. it. So if that got re-released, I, I would, there's, and especially if they tweaked it, because the leveling in that game was quite cumbersome, mm. uh, I found leveling up. You couldn't really grind easily. You had to kind of rely on bosses. And, but no, that, yeah. game would, that game would benefit from, uh, I liked it. I thought it would be really cool. Yeah. And there's another. I mean, this is different than collections. I was thinking of the Seiken uh, Densetsu one, but that's that's more of a or Seiken. Sorry, that's more of a collection. They don't think they change much. But um, fuck, I just had it. Uh, oh, uh, the Yakuza series also. Like Yakuza One had that PS4 remake mm. with the engine they used from Yakuza Zero, and like damn, they, like that was that game looks fantastic on the updated hardware. That was a, a really good one, especially mm. since the West didn't get a. a ton of those like it wasn't very popular when it came out so i don't know i, I i'm pro these things because it, to me it introduces it to new generations mm-hmm. like not a lot of young people are going to want to necessarily play on a ps2 or a ps2 or a game that looks old like some kids don't care but 
a lot of kids do. And so this is a good way of reintroducing them to what we consider beloved franchises. So I think that's yeah. a positive. You know what I want to see? I What's would like that? to see the first Phoenix Wright game, mm-hmm. but with like graphics from like the fifth and sixth games. That would be nice yeah, because they cool. keep re- they keep releasing the first one like in the trilogies and it just it looks terrible like it's a two D yeah yeah the one I played with the uh, whatever you want to call the trilogy with the slightly different art right they had the HD one that where yeah. it's pixel it's not like they're not sp- yeah yeah I sh- I shouldn't say they're not sprites because sprites sprites, but sprites are a lot of things but yeah. um it's not what people normally know as sprites i guess i don't mind it to be honest but that's only because i haven't really experienced just, the old one i find it looks dirty like because uh, i played i played the yes. old ones and when i got the hd remake or whatever because i was just like fuck yeah i can get this on my 3ds and then i'll just have it forever <laughs> yep. um and it's it's great that the game is there but uh or that the games are there but yeah the um it, it just feels like what they did was they traced over everything and oh, they probably did, yeah. And the painting is like, I don't know. It's like, it's like people using the smudge tool for everything, or like the blur, and like I don't know. I just I don't. It's a little muddy, you'd say. It, yeah, it's 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 dirty looking. Yeah, it's dirty. That's fair. I, I I'm so far behind that series. Like I really want, to, I want to play the fifth game so bad. But I know me, I I wouldn't skip the third or, or even the fourth game. You so. better not skip the fucking third. So or some fourth. someday I'll get there. But like. I saw the graphics of the of the fifth and sixth game, and it looks great. Like I really like that style. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see the older games redone that way. Yeah, That'd be cool for sure. For sure, the first one. Um, yeah, because they keep re-releasing it. But I don't understand. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> and it looks so bad, especially now that they're bringing the game to like PS4. And it's probably gonna be like you're gonna see this 4K. Version uh, 4K dirt in, in that style. It's so it's so lazy. Yeah. Anyway, um. Yeah. You know. Um. Wind Waker is, is probably my favorite game of all time, and, and mm-hmm. um, the HD remake on the Wii U. I have to play that. I initially was very skeptical because I thought, well, if there's a game that doesn't need a remake, is is Wind Waker because it looks pretty even now, like the, mm-hmm. the GameCube version. And I, I I didn't initially like the the HD look because they they did some stuff, um, shadows or new lighting or stuff. I was very mm-hmm. used to the old look, but I got mm-hmm. used to it. And then um, I, I think now is my preferred version, the HD one, especially if you're playing on the Wii U gamepad, it's fantastic because you don't have it to pause. so nice. You don't have to pause to go to the menus. You can you can navigate the menus while you're navigating on the on the boat on the uh, mm. King of uh, Red Line or something like that. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, Red Line. Wait, hold on. Do you, do you think uh, that the Wii U is something you'd be interested in getting someday, Shelby? When it's, the you know, Wii U? Yeah, when it's old and cheaper. I feel like that's a console that actually goes up in price. Yes. Really. King of the Red Lions, by the way. King of the Red Lions, yeah. So yeah. as a collector, I can say, yes, the Wii U is getting more expensive and more uh, yeah. scarce. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've been wanting to, to buy a replacement gamepad because I I would like to play my Wii U, but I, I'm not because uh, the gamepad is faulty. And yeah. it just keeps it keeps getting more expensive. Is this something, let's pretend for a second that the price wasn't, that it wasn't yeah. going crazy high. Is that some, a console you'd like 
you'd like to own oh, for yeah. some of the games that you didn't get to play. Like, because I love I love Wind Waker, and I really wanted to play it in HD. And when I was because I was playing it a little bit at um, any time we were um, at EB Games, mm-hmm. and they would have it set up on the on the Wii U, and it. it I don't know. I really like the look of it. So I was like, fuck yes. And because I haven't played it for such a long time that it would almost seem like a, a brand new game. Yeah. Uh, this is a lot of stuff that I don't remember. Um, and Xenoblade Chronicles X probably. Yeah. Tokyo Mirage Sessions is pretty fun too. You'd probably like that. Yeah, uh, that's the... The, uh, the kind of Shimigami crossover fire. Yeah, yeah. I like that game quite a bit. And there's also what I know, I know you'd love 100... Uh, sorry. Uh, Jesus. My, why is my brain farting on me in a game I love? Uh wow. Xenoblade? Nope. Uh okay, give me a second. Uh <laughs> you just said a hundred something. Wonderful wonderful one oh one. Oh okay, yeah. That's like that's very uh Sentai like, I'm Ooh. sure. I need to replay that actually. I, I am one thousand percent sure you'd love you'd love that game. Okay. Yeah. I love that game for you all the what? reasons I love Sentai. You know what? what? A lot of people complain yeah. about, about the, the Wii U ports on the Switch. I now I'm on the camp, like I'm fully on the camp that I really don't mind. Oh, I don't mind either. Bring them all over. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's on the Switch, yeah. yeah. I'd make it easier almost if they did that with, with Wind Waker. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've done they've done so many now. Like, I'm content. Like, I'm not going to... Selling their Wii U and shit, but, like, I'm not going to... I like my Wii U. I also like it for playing Wii games on it. Uh, but I'm happy to have them on my, my Switch because I, I fucking love the portable, ac- uh, the portable aspect of the Switch, man. It, it's super convenient to me. I like... I don't get me wrong. I like playing on the TV too, but just being able to lay down wherever mm. and play, I, I kind of prefer that. So, and you know what? I've hooked my Wii U so many times and put it and uh, put it back in in its box. And it's <laughs> such a hassle to hook up that console. It has it you have because, a lot of shit going on. Yeah, you have the base, and then you have one plug for the. Um, the gamepad, another one for the console, and these big boxes and cables all over. And then you have to put the the uh, the sensor bar for the Wii modes. It's, yeah, it's such a mess. I was gonna say your collection is, is gonna be worth a pretty penny. I bet you. Um, I guess so. I, I'm not really sure, but you know, you know, I'm, I'm missing some of the the big ones. Like I missed my opportunity to get uh, Hello Kitty Cruisers back when it was like at a reasonable. Sixty dollar price, <laughs> which I <laughs> which I thought it was completely unreasonable, and now it goes like for two hundred, three hundred. Holy shit! Damn, man. I know. You should have got it. You have Devil's third, though, right? Damn. I do. Um, you know what else? I was I I procrastinated and didn't get Breath of the Wild. Oh, you didn't get Breath of the Wild? No, because I I do. I already spent like on my Switch, and then a, a copy of Breath of the Wild for the Switch, and it was like. Super expensive, and then I said, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get this later." And it just get it keeps getting more expensive. So, uh, That's it because I have mine sealed and I'm not gonna open it because I have it on Switch too. Uh, I I just bought it for the collector's sake of me. Yeah, that's beautiful. So I'm gonna let that sit there and and uh, collect value, I guess, in this case. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you have a special version of the uh, special edition of Smash, right? Uh, for the Wii U. Yeah, yeah, the one with the uh, controller stuff, right? Mm-hmm. When I, whenever, yeah, I, I whenever I I went to the your place and I was I looked at that box like, oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, video games are great. Uh, I had a couple more things before we did our topic, and if mm-hmm. you guys have stuff, that's obviously cool too. Uh, I asked if this is again more for Seiji. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you get Nintendo Switch online? I did. 
What do you think of it? And you know why? Because I had my cousin here and, and we wanted to play Mario Kart online. Okay. So the interface is, is that you go to online and now it pops up like a, a little screen saying, oh, you have to have this and start, <laughs> start your demo now. And like, okay, sure. But uh, the thing with the demo, um, you, I know it's a trial period that you can yeah. opt in. But the thing is that if you opt in for, for that trial, it sets up your account to be like a, on a monthly fee, right? So right. once it's over, then it will start charging you for a monthly fee. And I was like, no, I want to, I want to have my trial one month, and I then I hate after it that, when they do that. And then after that, I want to go through the annual fee, right? Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. So it it wasn't clear to me, and because I wa- I wanted to play the game quickly, I just I just uh, pay the the annual fee directly. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> So how was it? Um, I don't know what to say. Like I, I enjoyed the NES app that you can download. That was nice, I guess. <laughs> Glowing reviews. Now I notice when I'm playing Mario Kart 8 because I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart 8 recently. Yes. I notice that people start the, the voice chat and I haven't installed the, the phone app, but I guess it's cool. I don't know. Um, I don't find it bad. I don't find it particularly good either. So I'm kind of different about it i guess half damage <laughs> yeah yeah i it's cheaper than the competitors which helps uh the fact that the there's nest games there are cool 20 games that's that's you know let's say the same amount well not the same amount as a, of a snes classic i just the, and some of the games they chose are pretty cool because they're not on the on the nes classic uh the leaderboard stuff is neat i think you can watch people you can play two player all that stuff is really cool but why just the nes why can't they do like? Come on, do a mix of all of them. Like, I really hope that they, that they start introducing SNES and N sixty four, GameCube, and also, fuck, just let us send messages to each other on our damn Switch already. <laughs> this is not hard to do. I just it baffles my mind. You already have to submit a friend code just to fucking get the people on your list. At this point in time. I know you're trying to protect the children, but I, I just think you've done enough. Let us send messages to each other, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, it drives me nuts. Protect the children. Other than that, though, it's fine. <laughs> you know what else I've been playing a lot on my Switch now? Um, What's that? Overcooked 2. I yeah. love that game. Have you guys played oh, that? Goodness. No, I've never. No, you should play it. Because no. you guys get together a lot, right? Uh, I mean, I've seen yeah. Shelby before. Yeah. <laughs> It's such a fun couch co-op game, and then there's a versus mode, which is even more fun. It's two versus two. If I sat on the couch, but the other person, Shelby, sat on a chair, would that still be okay? I don't know because it's it couch, be couch co-op. co-op. Right? Yeah, exactly. Because if I'm on the couch, but she's on a chair, then we're not couch co-oping, yeah. cooperating. I'm pretty so... sure. I'm pretty sure it doesn't detect what are you. What are you sitting on? <laughs> so okay. it might be yeah. okay. They'll so, assume. Unless the game is built to be played from a couch perspective. <laughs> in which case, we might start doing poorly because Shelby's on a chair. Yeah. So I don't I know if I could handle that. We well, want to do poorly. Yeah, her endurance would be diminished, I believe. But Yeah. You get like physically tired as you're playing because you're not on the couch. You're like, your hands are heavy, your eyes are drooping. Like, I can't. <laughs> and then as soon as you sit on the couch, you're re-energized and re-invigorated. 
I think that's probably what would happen. So the couch is the docking station. <laughs> For the people, yeah. For the people, yeah. Oh, well, talking about couch co-op, did I, guys, did, did I tell you guys about my huge disappointment with uh, Super Mario Party? No! Like the new one? What? Maybe? You say the new one that just came out? Yeah. Yeah. Did you say that it was a proper Mario Party? It is, and I like that aspect. But you see, I, I had my cousin here the other day. So there's three of us. So I have the two Joy-Cons and I have a Pro Controller. So I, I just went and buy it because mm-hmm. I want to play this game, you know, with the, the three of us together. And mm-hmm. right, I, I thought to myself, I have three controllers. I have three people. Yeah. Right on, you right? You just be able to play with whatever controllers you have. Exactly. So go for the game, come back. And chill and play some Mario Party. It's gonna be cool. And then first thing I notice is that it, it, it it's asking for Joy Cons, right? How many people do you want do you want to play with? Oh yeah, three. Okay, connect your Joy Cons. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, I have a <laughs> I have a Pro controller. <laughs> and yeah, it's only compatible with Joy Cons. Playing the game afterwards because we take turns, right? Playing with two people. I understood why. But still, I mean, they should put it on the cover or something. Blame. Mario on the cover, like, with Joy-Cons and saying, only Joy-Cons! You know what I mean? He's kicking a pro controller away or stopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge, yeah. like, sign with one of those red circles. With yeah! <laughs> Reggie, the Reggie billboard from earlier is in the background says, fucking pro controllers allowed in this game yeah that's like joy cons are so expensive they are yeah i haven't bought any extra for largely for that reason yeah i know they're not very joyful to buy mm-hmm. as a matter of fact i feel like i'm being conned i go a lot to costco for some reason i just Gold. Costco's great. It's a wonder. Can you buy bulk Joy Cons there? <laughs> no, they don't sell. They don't sell Joy Cons. They only sell the pro, the Pro Controller. You know how they have those cards, right, on the on like a board, and they have the three controllers side to side. They have the Switch Pro Controller. They have the Xbox One controller and the PlayStation controller. And then you see the price, and you know you know how in Costco like prices are huge, and like the Pro Controller is like eighty bucks, right? And then mm-hmm. the other ones are like like fifty or sixty, and it's like, oh, yeah. it's, why is it so expensive? It's Nintendo's mo, man, and they never lower them. They 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 are expensive, and they stay that way five ever. You know what? You know what? That's not even true. They oh, get okay. more expensive in time. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, they get more expensive. <laughs> yeah, because they they remain at retail price for the for the whole of its lifetime, and then when they yeah. finally get retired, they just get more expensive. And we're not even a factoring inflation, exactly. right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> those because if you go to a Walmart now, sometimes you'll still see Wii games there at the same price. Oh, yeah. for real? Yes, yeah. for realsies. Check yeah. it out next time you're at your local Walmart. I'm pretty sure hey, that if you wanted to buy like right now an original like Nintendo 64 controller, it will be more expensive than its original price back in like, <laughs> the mid 90s. Hey, uh, listeners, I know there's at least a couple of you. Next time you're at your local Walmart, please take a look and then tweet at one of us if you see any Wii or Wii U games, old Wii U games, not any of the, like the later stuff, and let me know how much they cost and what's there. Uh, because I, I've seen, uh, oh, shit, I can't quite remember, but there was a Wii title I was seeing. I still see it at the Walmart around here. And next time I go there, if I remember, I'll take a picture of it and, and tweet it. 
but yeah, it's it's really funny to see. And and the price tag is still like eighty bucks. Oh, uh, we saw the Venom movie. And um, <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, it's really funny. Very fun, enjoyable to watch. Technically, a horrible movie. Not yeah. not well done. It and fails on everything, mm-hmm. but <laughs> fails spectacularly. So that it comes together as extremely fun. Mm-hmm. Like I was never pissed watching it or anything. I was <laughs> laughing myself. Uh, me and everybody I went with were all chuckling through the whole movie. It has these weird decisions. You've got uh, he's got shit you've never seen. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god! There's, there's there's sexy venom, which is basically a, a skin tight sexy woman with a venom head on it. Yeah, can't go wrong with that. Mind that, you, when when odd. Tom Hardy trans transforms, I'm just gonna say that. Mind you, yeah. when the the symbiote takes over or for Tom Hardy, he mm-hmm. just turns into a big jacked dude. It looks awkward as fuck too. Yeah, I I think tiny the heads. Effects are kind of awful. This movie. Yeah, but uh, when the it takes over the woman, it's all like sexy. Still pretty much the same size. Yeah. Uh, apparently sexy. Yeah. The, the well, weirdest yeah. head shape. Yeah, because you have a venom head on a sexy body. Yeah, it's fair, so it is weird. comics accurate. The the when that when That's she so gets weird. to see it in the comics, yeah. uh, she looks exactly like that. So they weren't they weren't off. Uh, Tom Hardy's overacting was amazing. He he, his mouth was full from chewing all that scenery. <laughs> I am so wonderful. used to like because I've just um, not too long ago finished it, or finished what was out of um, a show called Peaky Blinders, and mm-hmm. he's in it, and he's um, he plays this like tough Jewish gangster dude. Nice. Uh, and I'm just used to seeing that. So when I saw him in this, I was like, "What? That's not Alfie." Anyway. <laughs> Also, the, the symbiote itself, like when it's not on anyone, looks looked really good. I found. Like, I thought it was cool. Movie. The very the first half yeah. of the movie, I actually really liked, but then the the end of it was just so fucking cheesy. It was like it was God. so cheesy. Like they had like, like all right. Oh, okay. Here's a here's a mild spoiler. This is, this is not going to break anyone <laughs> of the film. They the symbiotes have their own names that are yeah. in English. These yeah. are aliens, millions of organisms that lived on some meteor. This is where they find it, and the venom symbiote. It's not like in the comics, you know, uh, it merges with Eddie and they're like, we're Venom the Spider-Man, so we're calling ourselves Venom. That's our name. Because the uh, the symbiote actually has a name in the comics, and I can't quite remember what it is off the top of my head, but it's some bullshit made-up name for their species, like Clintar or something. Well, Clintar's the race. It has, its own, it has its own name. At any rate, it's not fucking Venom. Venom is the name that it itself identifies as, and and the other symbiote is Riot. Riot. Riot, Riot yeah. and Venom. These are these are their their names, their self-identified names that ha- yep. that 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 are just English names. <laughs> <laughs> and these aliens get it's not something made up for Earth because mm-hmm. even Riot, who had not seen Venom prior to the film, goes Venom, and he's like Riot, and like <laughs> come on, that's so dumb. No, that they'd seen the each up. other. They were on the ship when it crashed, and then he got away. Yeah, but he but 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 he didn't know that he was calling himself Venom. I suppose. If if it was a made up name based on like Eddie's brain or something, but yeah. no, their name is just Venom and Riot. <laughs> they they refer to themselves as their names that are in English, that are things in English. Yeah. Well I tell you what. What? There's gonna be carnage. Very subtle line from the movie. Uh, I'm sure you can figure out the context for that. It's super subtle named what is it what do you what do you Harris? harrelson yeah this was a fucking red wig on oh my god it's so wig. bad <laughs> it's so bad he looks like fucking what is it carrot top 
Yeah, he does. Uh, oh god! All right, we should go to the topic. Um, wait, wait, wait! I have, a, I oh, have yeah. a, I have a potential, yep. contentious, oh, issue Please. coming up. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, What's the issue? It's about Ace Attorney. Uh, uh, so uh, I finished the sixth game, which is called Spirit woo. of Justice, and yeah. if memory serves right, I believe that this is the game. That Shelby keeps Shelby's been playing since she joined uh, Bonus Battle. That's the game that fucking I. Okay, anyway. <laughs> you didn't finish it, Shelby. I did. Okay. Yeah. And it's fantastic. I love it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Seiji. I, don't I know. love it. I love it. I I, hey. I think I think it is the best in the series. Look, Seiji. I don't know. I don't know, Seiji. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm back in Shelby. I don't Except, know. I mean, from the main series, from the six six uh, games from the main series, probably second favorite from if you count the uh, the spinoffs. You did? Did you do the cross? Did you? You didn't finish all the Phoenix Wright games though. You didn't do the latent crossover yet, right? I haven't. I'm gonna play that next. I'm gonna okay. play that next. But those are spinoffs. But the, the from the main series. You did it. It's, it's incredible. And you know, what? I played it. I played it on my phone. And um, it's even prettier. Why do you hate that game, Shelby? It's not that I hate the game. It's just there's a couple. Like there's one case in there that fucking Sagey fucking loves for some reason. <laughs> uh, that I that it's the case that stopped me playing the game for like a year and a half. Like, and I don't want to spoil too much, but it's yeah, just it. there's a there's a, a character that you don't there's a character that you meet again and immediately it's just you have to defend them and i'm like are you fucking kidding me it's happened twice already i don't want to fucking deal with this shit again <laughs> so um yeah uh and then i don't know there's just a lot that characters that i wish they did more with and it, it's towards the end they kind of tied it up and i didn't mind it i was like cool whatever hey, um and what three times this, this was the fourth time <laughs> what yeah and yeah you never you never are you talking about Harry, Larry Butts? No, no, no. What? Okay. Well, I wasn't talking about Larry. Yeah. Um. But okay. anyway. Yeah, I was, yeah, I know. I know who Shelby. You know who about. I mean. And, you know who and, I mean. And and it it's a thing, right? It's a thing that happens. It always happens. And the next time, it, on the next game, if she appears, it's gonna happen again. Oh, it's Maya. You said she, Sage. You gave it away. Yeah, it's Maya. I figured it out already, so I nailed it. I'm the best. I just, I'm the best. I don't know. Um, I was really looking forward to seeing Maya, like, in a... In okay, a so... That she was... <laughs> so it's what? Well, there. no, it's blown wide open. No, I figured it out. It's okay. blown wide open. Just don't give me um, context, it's fine. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I really... Maybe it's like that for the DLC case. I hope she helps out a bit more, but... Uh, I just, I just, I just... I was disappointed in in that trope happening yet again. I'm, I I can't. Mm -hmm. It happens so much that I just I don't want to deal with Maya being a defendant again. It just annoys right. the shit out of me because it's like, you know. And yes, Maya does have a lot of character development in this game, and that's fantastic. But I I just can't get over the her being the victim and everything all the time. I just mm -hmm. I can't. Yeah, it sounds annoying. I can't because I love Maya, but they do that to her all the time, and I'm just like, "Holy fuck!" Please. You know, you know, Maya is probably my second best character in the series, and I do understand where you're coming from. But, but at the I same think, time, I don't uh, have the luxury I, to choose with certain but, things. Because... But I think you overreacted a little bit. 
Excuse you. <laughs> Say, he's saying you're being hysterical, Shelby. Fucking male privilege bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I honestly, God, like, I don't have, I don't have a, a big, like, with the, the female characters that appear in the game, like, I don't have a lot of luxury. I wish Francisca would come back. Oh, yeah, me too. I want her to come back so bad, yeah. but I don't see any of that happening. Well, yeah, but no, I mean, in the newer games, I know she comes, I know she's in the, in the fucking investigations and stuff, but I don't know. I want her back. I want uh, Athena to do more shit. I want, I just want Emma to do more shit, but you know what? They're women, so they can't, apparently. Okay. Well, no, I still want them. No, I'm with you. Rob, you be the the judge, right? So I played this game and and yeah, it annoyed me a little bit, but then, you know, it's cool. It's okay. But Shelby stopped playing the game for a year and a half, so you're telling me. You're not a woman, though. What? I'm not. That's true. Uh, okay. Sure. I, but leave That's that, why it bothers leave, me. Leave that apart. The, the game does have a lot of female characters that are, that are really, really cool. Yeah. I know. They're not there necessarily to fill like a female role, although they do take a lot of like background. Yeah, well, the issue that Shelby, if I'm, if I'm understanding this correctly, uh, as the appointed judge of the court, <laughs> uh, is that the, the judge? yeah, a the the female role role is, is kind of diminished as either a victim or background character in the in the later games, right? Is that is that what you're getting or at? Or helper, or, well, or just, just a helper? And even like in Athena's uh, case, I find she had to be bailed out a lot by Simon, but. I don't know. There was like little like points here and there, and I'm like, yeah, she did it. But then so much of it was just like, just let her fucking do it herself. Like, so for my experience of, yeah, of one true. and two, that is true. Uh, you had uh, Mia starts the game off as as this. You she know, gets fridged. She does get fridged, but that's the setup for the game. But yeah. but at least she's like apparently a capable and awesome lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's nice. And then in the second game, you have and she's your your partner. And in the second game, you have Francisca as the prosecutor, so you have a very strong uh, yeah. female role. And then it kind of it just kind of drops from there. And in the fourth game, if I'm understanding it, there's the uh, uh, Apollo has, is is the his magician assistant. Is she a helper? or Is she her own prosecutor or defender? Help. She is part of the Right Everything Agency. She's Phoenix's okay. adopted daughter. Oh Jesus! All right, no more. I don't need more spoilers. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah. So I guess this is kind of a yeah. I see your point. You know what? I'm always I'm always for more female characters. And, yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't hold the whole game against Maya being needed to be. No. Again. No. Absolutely. But that's the thing is that I played later cases and that kind of went away for a little bit. But I just still can't get over the. I mean, if they do, if there's an Ace Attorney Seven and they put Maya as a fucking defendant again. I'm gonna lose my shit. I will lose my shit. Like, oh my gosh! Like, even Jordan hasn't picked up and finished the the sixth game because yeah, she she's stuck on the same fucking case that I am or that I was. Sorry, uh, and yeah, it's a good case. It's a very good case. I like the the fire between you two right now. This is good. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's great, and I don't yeah. think I don't really think we I need like to it. agree on it. I don't think I overreacted at all. You're being hysterical, Shelby. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shelby. <laughs> I think you're both passionate about it, and I like yeah. it. Yeah, there. See, passionate would have been good. Passionate, overreacting. You better, you better watch your words, Sage, <laughs> because Shelby's done triggered. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I am done triggered. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. No, I don't give a shit. No, no, it's cool. Sage is very good. much entitled to his opinions. No, this Absolutely. is good. I like that you guys are, are, are like this is the most animated Sage. 
<laughs> together have been. No, it is. It's fun to talk about too, because Sage will yeah. give his thoughts, and then like you know, and then I'll have to think about stuff for a little bit and be like, yeah, you know, I do agree with some things, and others I don't. But yeah, yeah, and to not know. spoil uh, the game for you guys, like Shelby and I have have been talking, you know, privately about uh, the games for like months now. Yeah. yeah, and the whole time that she realized that you were looking down. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? No, no. I, I, you know, no. No, no. So, so what has happened is that Shelby has been guiding me towards like the 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 experience, right? And yeah. she's always making comments like, "Oh, this, I I like this case. I don't like mm -hmm. this case. Oh, you should. I really want you to play, you know, this specific game or that." And you know, when at, at the very beginning, I think we were pretty in line with our opinions, and and yeah. later on, I I what I noticed is that the fandom is pretty much in line with the first three games. And then from the fourth on, people just go all over the place, right? Yeah, um, it's everywhere. But in general, people, you know, hate Apologistas. They can't hate Polly. And people are, are very uh, split in with the last two games. In general, people tend to dislike more the fifth game and like more the sixth game. But it's pretty divided. It's not like in the past, like everybody loves the third game like that. It's not like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. So now that I, in, in retrospect, I feel that it's natural that we ended up in different places for different reasons. Mm. And I think that's great. I love it. I love the discussion. And yeah. Yeah. It is fun. Yeah, it's great. I like hearing Shelby yell at someone who's not me. <laughs> so I enjoyed that the most of the <laughs> conversation. Um, you know, I guess you could say that Maya's treatment was pretty horrible. Oh, boy. Right? Because our topic <laughs> this week... I like five minutes left for topic. It was supposed to be horror games! Up next, five minutes of horror game talk! revisiting a topic that we've talked about a little bit in the past. Halloween, we, we really dropped the ball this one, I think, uh, in terms of representing my favorite time of the year when it comes to quote-unquote holidays. I don't, not much of a celebrator, but I, I do enjoy the month of October Fucking guzzle your fucking pumpkin spice lattes, Get wear your, your big latte. oversized sweaters. Yeah, your legalized marijuana. Yeah. Uh, have some of, some, pump, some, some of that in your pumpkin pie. And uh, enjoy your in Halloween. So uh, we were supposed to do Super Metroid, and we're going to do Super Metroid. That's probably not going to come out in October. So really, the only <laughs> the only episode I think that's really coming out. Is, what what was our previous episode? I don't even know what we talked about. Uh, blah, blah, blah. let me check. The Twisted yep. Tales of Spike McFang. Yeah, right. Which oh, okay, you know what? Twenty six days ago, so September. Barely, barely. Oh, it's in September. Damn it! So that barely <laughs> counts as a Halloween game. Because, you know, you're vampires and monsters. I like that game. All right. Mm. So we really, you know what? Apologies. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I think, I think if you're upset out there, you're you're overreacting a little bit. <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway. So I, I've been playing horror games this month. This is why. And it's not why. I, I'm playing horror games this month because it's Halloween. 
they're not for the show. They're not specifically about it. But it had me thinking about mechanics while playing them. Uh, I played three so far, and they're all, they're all they're kind of different. So I played Corpse Party for the uh, 3DS, the remake, which is a visual novel adventure game thing. So you're so uh, the mechanics. Not really, not this one. I, I think the series does get that way, though. There really wasn't... I can't say there was a lot of that in this. Maybe because on 3DS they censored it. Really don't know. But pretty cool game. So so that game is a top-down... It was originally done, I think, in RPG Maker. It was for the PSP at some point. Uh, the 3DS remake is, like, I, apparently much better. My friend Jeremy has played a lot, uh, all the games, I think. And um, so you're, like, these high school kids, and you're doing this ritual, and you wind up getting transported into this, like, school that had a bunch of murders in it and that school was burned down but you're like this alternate overlapping dimension so you actually everybody's spread up into different versions of the same school and you don't they don't know where each other's are and there's ghosts and you have to try and figure out what happened so so it's definitely a horror themed game but it, it but and i guess technically a survival horror in a way because you don't like the the creatures and enemies in the in the game you have to run from them because uh, if you touch them they'll, they'll kill you you can't fight back but they you know they're, but the running is not hard they're like you move a bit, they move a bit, so it's it's, it's pretty limited in that. So it's mostly story based. So that's one type. The other one I'm playing is among the other other one I beat was uh, Among the Sleep, uh, which I thought I always wanted to play when I first heard about it. I think it came out in 2014, and you're you're a toddler. You're like two years old. And oh, I heard about this. No, yeah. actually, I think I've seen people play this. Okay, and I'll, and I'll try. To, I won't avoid the spoiler at the end of the game, but but basically, you're a toddler. You you could run. I know. Uh, that. And you, and you stand on high lengths, you're quite slow. So you, if you crawl, you're mm-hmm. faster, but you have a lower perspective. And, and you have your teddy bear with you, and you can kind of interact with the environment. Uh, and, you know, there, there's ghosts and monsters, and but everything's distorted. You're like in a distorted version of your house. And anyways, there, there's, a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of depth to the game in the end, and there's a reveal. And, and some of it you can probably guess, but, but that yeah, game has a lot of different tension because you're a child, and you don't want to see a child mm-hmm. get hurt, usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so... I found that playing that game was was a very different experience than a lot of other survival horror games I played. Just because I was a kid, and you can't fight back. There's nothing you can do. You can only run and stuff. So, so that felt like a very true survival horror to me. And the mechanics in that were interesting because you kind of use a teddy to, to if you hugged your teddy bear, you would get protect you against some of the creatures. Mm-hmm. And then you had the running and crawling and, and climbing and pushing things because again. Everyday objects were, you know, a lot larger for you to navigate. Mm. So that was pretty cool. And the other game I'm playing is Outlast. Uh, I'm playing <laughs> it on the PS4. Game. Scary, though. It is a scary game. It is quite fun. Uh, that's a very traditional style to our horror, in my opinion. In that yeah. you Again, you can't fight the, the, the enemies in this game. You have to kind of run and hide. Uh, this one, this one's mechanics got me thinking. This is what prompted the, the topic. Because this one... Is like a pseudo found footage game. Not, it's not found footage technically, but your character has a camera with him. He's a reporter, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but the camera is used in the game because you need to use utilize night vision quite a bit, and the camera has night vision. Yeah. Also, by having the camera up when certain events happen, you record it, and it gives you like a information a, a note. Yeah, a note about it, or and it's kind of a way of it's a collecting thing, really. But yeah, if you don't have your camera up at the right time. You, you miss it, so that's that's kind of good for batteries too. Yeah, and that's the other thing, right? So, that, so the game has a lot, lot of dark areas. It tries to balance it a bit, but and but you have to find batteries to reload. So, so your night vision, you're not just having to turn night vision on and off. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if it's if it's on in the bright areas, you can't see, 
and also it's uh, draining batteries. And and you don't want to be caught in this game with no fucking night vision because you're fucked. <laughs> Uh, yep. In the meantime, you have enemies that are chasing you of different types, and you can hide under the bed or in lockers and shit, and they'll check random lockers, and very tense, tense mm-hmm. game. Um, but the mechanic, so so again, thinking about this mechanic, uh, the, the night vision ones is a very big mechanic in this game, uh, and some survival horror games have a lot of different kind of like uh, twist to the formula. The formula being, you know, and depending on so there's kind of like two main types of survival horror games, and then there's the subtypes. The subtype would be like Corpse Party, technically a horror themed game, but plays more like a adventure game or or maybe even a Zelda like game. Not not in terms of combat, but in navigation. Mm-hmm. But then you have your two big types. You have your survival horror, where the main character cannot fight back, and it's all about getting away from the enemies and getting out of wherever you're at. And then there's the Resident Evil type of survival horror game where you can fight back, you just have limited supplies. Yeah. Uh, and things are a lot harder, but and, and all this are under the umbrella of horror because horror is a theme, not not a gameplay mechanic. Technically, in my opinion, I should say, mm-hmm. um, you know, because I, I have a list. I took, a, I wrote down all the horror games that, that I had that I knew I played through beat, or what I said, what I think are horror games, and and I I, don't, I actually have played less than I thought I did. Is there I actually, a mansion on there? No, it's not. <laughs> I also haven't played it though, to be fair. Uh, but I would put that in that third category of. Uh, why would I don't count this as a horror game, but maybe a survival game? Uh, at any rate, I, I played about thirty-four survival horror game, or sorry, thirty-four horror theme games, and so it's interesting to see which what I would put into one of those three categories. But mm-hmm. yeah, so to sum it back up, come back to where I was. You uh, have those those two main types and the other ones, and I was just thinking of if you guys could think of mechanics that maybe you've noticed in games that you horror games that you've played. Also, if any of you have any horror games that you quite like that you want to mention that we haven't talked about. Uh, and the other mechanic I wanted to mention real quick was puzzles. In Like, a lot of horror games use puzzles. Like, most of them do, yeah. I think. Uh, and there's puzzles that you solve by collecting pieces, and then you get to a safe area and put together. But I noticed in Outlast, there's puzzles that you have to solve, but you're being stalked at the same time. Yep. Really fucking hard and, and very tense, because you know you can't fight back. You know an enemy's coming for you. You're talking about the basement level in the... I think, and also one of the uh, the male war, yeah, fucking heavy guys running, and you have to try and find these 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 valves to push. But yeah. in the meantime, and yeah, that basement's the same kind of thing, and that is tense shit because you know someone's coming. You're looking for these valves. You're pulling the valve, and while you're pulling it, you're vulnerable. It makes noise. You know you have to run and hide. Like yeah. that stuff creates the like. To me, that's a really good example of of this type of tension. Soma had some of this stuff going on too. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So sorry, I monopolized the conversation. Uh, but those are all my thoughts regarding this topic. <laughs> Shelby, why don't yep. you uh, respond? Uh, okay. Talk. So one of um, the gameplay mechanics that I wanted to talk about, and this is something that's more recent because uh, controllers have like, I don't even know what you would call it, but they can sense like wh- where, or if you're moving your controller, it picks it up kind of thing. Uh, like, or I wouldn't necessarily call them motion controls for like something. something like that. Um, but in a game like uh, Until Dawn, uh, where you're being, you know, in certain cases, you're being chased by like monsters or whatever. And if you hide, mm-hmm. you have to keep your controller as oh, yeah. as you possibly can. Because right. if you move it and it meets like the threshold or whatever that the yeah, monster yeah. is able to detect you, then you're fucked. Um, and it's in Until Dawn, you can't really fight back anyway, at least in certain parts. Uh, That's so a yeah. great example, Shelby. I'd forgotten all 
like stuff that's like a, that. That's, that's a really cool mechanic. Thank you so much for because I played until dawn. I love the game, but I played yeah. when it first came out, and I forgot about that. That's a great utilization of technology to give you that tension. Yeah. Uh, and 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 yeah, you're right. It's hard to focus because because those games are so tense. Even if you're not quote unquote scared, yeah, your, your nerves are still racked up, so your hands are literally yeah. shaking. So yeah. if you're like trying to be still. Oh yeah, that's that's awesome. What a great example. Um, and another thing too is like people are just like, well, just put the controller on the table or just set it down. It's like, yeah, but what if there's a quick time event immediately afterwards? Yeah, and then, exactly. You know, you don't you have barely any time to react if you're going to like reach for the controller, pick it up, and then you know do the quick time. Uh, so really, the best thing is to make sure you're holding the controller as still as as you possibly fucking can. And that's the way to make you're meant to play it, right? Like, yeah, like if you put it down, if you put a controller down, let's say you could put it down and you. Time's not coming. I think mm-hmm. you're cheating yourself of the experience because yeah, that's part of it. You know, you need you're you're that's a really great way of getting your getting you uh, verisimilitude into the, you know that that sort of uh, mind pro- uh, thought process of mm-hmm. getting yourself into the character's shoes, and that's a really great great way. Yeah, um, and I had just one more thing. Sure. Um, and this is more like with uh, survival horror, like the the more like Resident Evil four and onward type situations, mm-hmm. um, with uh if you're playing with uh and i i'm gonna say more specifically to four and five because i played a, a lot through six but um i did not beat that game because i got tired of it <laughs> um but with you have a partner let's say mm-hmm. and there's certain situations where you end up where you're split up from each other mm-hmm. uh and i find that they do that because there's a certain puzzle that you have to solve. So this is all coming back to like puzzles and like usually yep. with, with games, like some of them like outlast where you have to hide, whatever. But in this one, like a lot of it is to do with like, there's enemies coming out uh, and then you're split up. So it's like either you're in a position where you have to help the person uh, that you're split up or that you split up with and you're shooting at the enemies or you're uh, trying to get through the puzzle on your end so that, uh, whatever door opens up so you can go help them uh, stuff like that I know it's in a lot of other games but I find in this one like or in these in horror games it's a bit more like urgent I guess um, another great example of like on top of those ones is that uh, usually the AI character that you're with in the Resident Evil games my limited experience playing them is usually a lot of the times at least in four the the character with you is a non-combatant so when you're forced to play as them yeah uh, and here's a great example of one that's uh, of the same type of idea, but it's not a horror game in the slightest. But Spider-Man yeah. has some of that too, where you're 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 playing Mary Jane for a bit and has no mm-hmm. powers and shit, and so it's, it thrusts you in an unfamiliar example, unfamiliar uh, feeling because throughout the rest of the game, when you're like say you're playing with Leon, you mm-hmm. have guns and stuff, and and you and you know your character is a capable combatant, so mm-hmm. you might get that sense of security, like oh I can handle this. But if you're if you're forced to play a character that you know is a non-combatant yeah. and they're they're separated from their quote unquote you know experienced. Uh, partner like yeah. you can feel that and and i think yeah. psycho, like manipulating psychology and stuff is a really good way like a great yeah part and necessary for horror games to be successful uh, five and six uh you can play co-op uh, but if you don't play co-op then your partner is still able to help you out like they're yeah fully able to uh but yeah four definitely like because ashley can't help you exactly that's what i was yeah. thinking of when you when you brought that up for sure and yeah. i know there's other games like do it well, I suppose she can help you in certain parts. Like you have to lift her up to get to a certain area, and then she has to go and do a thing, and then you got to protect her while she does the thing. Uh, but in the end, she's happens. not. But yeah, uh, there's also the risk because they don't usually they don't kill her. What they'll do is they'll pick her up, and if they get to a doorway, then that's kind of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, those those are awesome examples of it. Like the those those types of games that that I think horror games are really successful when they find a way to to get in your head. And yes. To force that fear in you. 
Mm -hmm. and, and by using creative mechanics, uh, such as the night vision and, and separating your partners and all the stuff we've talked about so far, like those are awesome ways to, to make you feel the fear because you know, you're not in danger, but if, if, you, if you can elicit that fear and tension from the player, I, I think you're being a successful horror game. Like, uh, Oh, for corpse party, uh, cause it doesn't have all that stuff is it uses sound to, so if you play that game with headphones and stuff, like mm -hmm. it's sound design, is really good. Like a lot of eerie noises and it gets that tension without you, without, cause it doesn't have the visuals to support the tension that a lot of games can make. Yeah. So it uses sound to, to give you that tension. Make up for it or whatever. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty cool way of doing it. Too. What do you think, Seiji? Have you, have you played any, like was counting uh, Luigi's Mansion? Uh, I'm not sure. Have you played any other horror games? Really? Oh, I know it's not your genre. I was going to talk mm -hmm. about Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you can talk about Luigi's Mansion. Is uh, okay. I know, and Left 4 Dead counts too. But we already talked yeah. did a whole episode on that. So uh, no, if we're talking about mechanics specifically, sure. Um, one very interesting uh, part of the design of of horror games, although I don't have a lot of experience, but it's the concept of making the player feel uneasy, right? Like yeah, what you were saying about you know getting the mind of the player. And um, I think that being a game and interaction being an important part of it, like in a game like a platformer, one of the, the things that you need to do is, is to gain, to become competent with um, making certain jumps or controlling the character uh, in, in a certain way and stuff like that, right? So uh, controllers tend to be very, very responsive and, and you feel like you have a lot of power, whether in horror games sometimes controllers are kind of clunky or complicated or they don't respond in a way that makes you feel like you are like grasping the concepts of of the game very very well although you eventually do but all of these elements that makes you feel like you are not in control are are, are a part of that and i was trying to think of the last time i felt scared in a game and it was <laughs> and it was in, uh, when I was playing her story, and I oh you, okay, I, I think I've talked about this game a lot. Yeah. But mm -hmm. so there in this game, the only thing that you that you do is type keywords into a computer interface. So the game looks like a like a desktop of a modern operating system, like or not modern, but like Windows, let's say, mm -hmm. and. So you're typing, and there's this eerie music in the background all the time. So when when you start playing the game, you just you know type the words. You get a bunch of videos. You watch the video. You you watch this lady talk about you know stuff. And I don't want to spoil too much, but she's talking about uh, a murder case. Yeah. Well, this is about a murder case, and she's talking about you know oh Simon this and Simon that, and and you start like trying to figure out what happened, right? And you start typing things like. Um, you know, uh, uh, argument or accident or stuff like that, like right? things that uh, that let you know more about what happened. And part of the mechanics of this game is uh, certain videos are key memories, and some others are like more of a story building or world building. And um, in one of when I when I first got to one of those videos, I was like, whoa, like that was a really big plot point and immediately afterwards you know how those the old light bulbs sometimes they'll, you, they'll get those like crackling noises 
Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It was and right. there's like a, a little like flashes of light and and all of a sudden you see the reflection of someone looking at the screen and but it happened it happens really quickly oh, and god. i was like <laughs> i was like oh, oh god man. and i was i was playing I, i was playing this game at night and i don't know why i was like i was so into like trying to imagine the motivations of you know of the, of the of the weird stuff that happens in the game and all of a sudden you realize that you know i don't know it was it was it's silly now that i that i that i'm talking about it but i feel kind of scary so it's it's really it's the equivalent of a jump scare i guess in in a game but uh, mm -hmm. you know when you are able to call back into stuff that is very meta into the story like uh into the minds of the of the characters and realizing that that you are someone that you're not that you didn't think you you yourself as the as a player was I, that was really powerful to me i was just really awesome. i wanted to mention that that's legit that's, yeah psychological horror man yeah absolutely it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a, a kind of a different genre than what i'm thinking but it qualifies <laughs> in my opinion that's a, that's really cool and if i can get that that, uh, that type of game would also freak me out too because I, i find true crime and stuff It's just disturbing topic. Uh, so I, I have a harder time with that than I do like jump scares and horror, or like uh, you know mutants and zombies and stuff. I like those ones, but mm -hmm. yeah, that's that's a that's a cool example too. Uh, I would say qualifies more than. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there's another game I want to mention. I haven't played it. Any of you guys have played it? Megan played it. Uh, but just thinking of mechanics, uh, uh, Hellblade, which was. Uh, Uh, I know it's on PlayStation. I think it might only be PlayStation. I could be wrong. Maybe it's PC as well. I thought it was PC only. It might be but... PC. No, it's definitely PlayStation because they okay. played on that. Uh, but it might be. It's probably PC too. Uh, it's got a lot of rewards. It's apparently quite good. I'm kind of hoping I limited run as a physical copy because I do want to play it. But mm -hmm. I guess uh, it's it's a game. It's a horror game too, but it, it largely deals with mental health. So mm -hmm. I think a lot of the stuff you see is not real. So mm -hmm. that, so I think, and again, this is just based on casually observing and listening to Megan talk. I haven't played it. Don't do not take this as a, as a uh, example of exactly how it is. But I think you have to, what what's real versus what's not. And if that's not the case of that game, uh, but that's still that's a great idea for a horror game. What's mm -hmm. you know what's uh, real, what's not, and that kind of thing can mess with you. A great example of that is a actually called uh, I Am a Hero, which I quite love. Uh, the main character is 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 kind of a. Uh, Had a lot of issues, and he see, he hallucinates a lot. So mm -hmm. sometimes while you're watching, or you're, while you're, it's a zombie-ish kind of uh, genre, but he'll have these delusions sometimes, and you know that actually happening. So you, as the reader, aren't always sure what's real, uh, which kind of brings it all back to like these horror manipulating the the uh, viewer or player or reader or what have you. Uh, and the most successful ones, I think, are the ones that put you in the field of fear that. They want to get out. So, horror games are awesome. Uh, I yeah. should play more of them. Maybe next year. Maybe next year for more organized, I'll pick an actual horror game for us to play <laughs> as a group, and we can discuss it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but our next episode should be Super Metroid, and we should have a guest. Guest. Yeah. Uh, let's wrap this up because we went long because you know we had that whole fucking Phoenix Wright Gate, whereas where Phoenix Stacey, Wright Gate. <laughs> Two S's were were, were uh, clashing, with oh. one scared R in between. The true horror was seeing dear friends fight, oh, fight violent. It's a discussion. No, it was. Oh, you were slinging some curses at Seiji. 
Some I'm, purses? Some curses. No, purses. I thought you said purses, and I was like, ex fucking Don't you, let you. You are you're so up on guard. Bitch. You are on guard today. You are you the patriarchy hardcore today. <laughs> we need another woman on the show. What? Have we ever had a female guest as Jordan? Uh, Pam was on BBB. Uh, not in the main show. Not in canon show. All right, we need to rectify that. Uh, what if you find a woman? Find a woman. Whoa. <laughs> you cannot. All right. Uh, calling out there, any any uh, women who would like to be on Bonus Barrel, please join us. Yeah, that's it, right? More voices. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. More voices. Do you disagree with with that uh, sentiment? Maybe the delivery was poor. Was ter- was uh, not great, but the delivery <laughs> um, was. The I poor. think now that you're kind of discriminating against our male guests uh, by you know what? We ask fuck men. <laughs> <laughs> poor men have had it rough. Uh, you know what? Can we yeah. get some more men on our show? It's a difficult time for men. Us, us guys have had it rough, you know, like. Oh no. <laughs> Anywho, oh, no. uh, cartridgeclub.org. <laughs> if you have any complaints, um, send them to E1. Uh, when he gets back in a few months or whatever, he can deal with them. Yep. Yeah, anyways. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all joking aside, anyone's welcome to the show. So please. Absolutely. Drop a line if you ever want to join us. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've Send it, it to B mail. B mail. Bonus hat. Bonus barrel. Yep. Anyways, uh, that's not an email. Don't, don't email that. Okay, so thank you for listening. Uh, this is Rob. Uh, Shelby Ninja. We have been watching a fuck ton of Sentai. <laughs> I think Shelby and I have like six on the go right now. Yes. Oh, wait, we have uh, Car Ranger, Decker Ranger, yep. Shinkenger, Gokaiger, Lupin Ranger, Ninja. So yeah, six. Yep. 
Six Six Sentai I'm going to watch weekly. It's so great. I love I love them. I I would do a, we if if Bonus Girl ever died and failed, Shelby, we we've got our backup <laughs> podcast. podcast. We're just going to do a Super Sentai podcast. Oh boy. <laughs>